Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cash That. This is going to be week one of the NFL season. This is pretty exciting. I had to bring in our fellow friend from the skies. We got Birdman here to join me. I couldn't take this on alone. Producer Corey literally got a promotion at his real job. So uh, he's put us on the back burner a little bit this week. Uh, Birdman, how you doing today? Good, man. This is uh, my second appearance on the show, and it's the second time producer Corey just is ducking me. Yeah, it's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I didn't realize that until you said that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot he's not going to be here again. But, uh, yeah, (laughs) doing well, man, ready for the NFL season. It's uh, definitely my favorite sport, favorite sport to uh, watch, bet, everything in between. So I think it's easily the best sport out there. But uh, just excited for the season, man. Yeah, dude. I feel like a lot of people are really stoked about it. So just a little background right now. We are both drafting for one of our friends, Berg, and we're in his dad, like his dad fantasy group chat. So you've seen him, hey, Rosenberg on Twitter, but it's hilarious because we're just like, and by we, I mean, like, I'm just talking shit to these other dads. And And like, they have not told him that we are Berg. So uh, it's yeah, they all think it's him. Yeah, so if we if we ever pop in like where there's some like other random discussion, uh, this is why. So we are currently we're five rounds in. We have Justin Jefferson, Javante Williams, Mark Andrews, Brandon Cooks, and Gabe Davis here. So uh, we'll we'll be up again soon. So <laughs> this is kind of comical right now. <laughs> but um, look, the first thing that I want to talk about is obviously these games are starting on Thursday. Uh, we have the Rams and the Bills. This spread has now moved to uh, has moved to like minus two or so, and it's it's a, it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I think it's going to be a great it's a it's a great spot. There's a lot of promos that you should really be taking advantage of. So that's something I wanted to touch on too. There's you know like the seven point um, early payout on DraftKings. I think FanDuel has some spread the love promos depending on your state. Um, a lot of places are giving you like enhanced odds for stuff this is a good way to like try to build your bankroll. Like don't go crazy. Just like take all of them. Like there's no reason that like, just because you have these, like it's like, Oh, like I have to have action on the game. It's like, sure. Like you could, you could do something different too, but that could be your action for the game and you can just enjoy it and just know like you're probably going to win money here. So, uh, you know, I, I know I, I love all these things and Burbank's got some promo codes for hit for signups. If you need a, if you need the plug. Yes, sir um all day yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited for it yeah definitely um yeah i would i definitely say that you know there's definitely all types of promos but you know me people you get these risk freeze and they want to just rip like 10 leg parlays or or like you see the i think the first one i saw when i realized one of them was doing it was someone put like a seven leg like and for the thursday night game all oh touchdowns and you're like i get it it might have a high total but like you know, to be that exact, all of them have to hit. Like that means, yeah. like if all of the touchdowns that are scored, they are all the ones you said. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm all for the craziness, but you know, week one, first game, you know, realize it is two tough teams or two good teams, I should say. So like, you know, it's not it's not gonna it's not like one team's just gonna go out there and shit on the other. Not well, actually, it could happen, but you know, I'm just saying, as far as like, it's not a Jaguars tune-up game where expect like one team to just absolutely run over the other. Exactly. So it could be a close contested game and, you know, who knows? I, I was total 52. I think it's like 52 and the spread's about two and a half right now. So it's definitely going to be, I think like a tight game. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know like what your thoughts are. Like I know that Sean McVay is quick little stat here, but he's five and zero straight up in season openers as the head coach of the Rams. And I think he's five and zero against the spread as well. So they're catching some points here. I feel like the bills are a little public, honestly. Definitely. So, you know, it kind of, that always makes me a little bit wary that, you know, they seem to be getting such like heavy action uh, to kickstart the season. So we're actually up right now in the fantasy draft. So some of the targets (laughs) that we have, we got Michael Thomas here, Drake London's available. Um, Devonta Smith, Kadarius Tony, DeAndre Hopkins, um, and then in the running back position, uh, Miles Sanders is there, Ramadre Stevenson, Damian Harris, Antonio Gibson, Tony Pollard, AJ Dillon is still here. I know he's somebody that we talked about him and Tony Pollard. Um, what pick is it overall? 
This is going to be overall pick number 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, I feel um, like this, you think this is the Michael Thomas spot? I mean, I don't know. 69 is still, like, not a reach, in my opinion, if you just were to take Dylan now. but yeah, He's their guy under- that we've had circled. I I mean I want him in every draft. If Aaron Jones misses, you know he's huge. Let's, but I think because I I, I, I thought it, I think he's usually like a top sixty player. Yeah, you just don't want somebody to get the got the couple running backs that you actually give a shit yeah. about that I are left. I think that's right. I think that's the move. All right, I'm drafting Dylan. He's yeah, he was a target. Like we talked about him before we even started. <laughs> we like him this week, and I think I wonder if there's maybe some prop angles for him. We can kind of touch on that in a bit. But, uh, yeah, I did. I didn't see any lines for him. I I, I would like yet. to uh, check yeah. him out. But as far as the Bills go, um, or Bills Rams, I don't have any bet on the spread or money line yet. But part of me wants to take the Rams out of the. I don't know. It's just hard for me to see. I I know I know some of the reasons why, but I don't know the Bills being favorites. The lines moved against them. Yeah, like I think this is one of the most interesting things too on the action that Rams won the Super the, Bowl. Yeah, and they're the home. I, yeah, I mean it's like out of the people I follow um, on the action app, like the favorites pod gave out plus two and a half. Rams plus, Ch- Millman plus two and a half. Simon Hunter plus two and a half. Uh, Colin Whitchurch plus two and a half. Freeman plus two and a half. Like that's a lot. That's tough to. That's tough for me to to bet against you know well it's also like and i definitely agree with that but also in the same breath it's like you know to have everybody just get crushed on like a win by three it's just yeah. you know like the most com- everyone talks about oh three is the most common number you know um yeah i don't know i mean i think for that DraftKings uh, or the is it the early DraftKings yeah, early payout points. i'll probably end up I'll probably look to bet the Rams on the money line if, if it has to be the money line just because yeah. it's plus money. Um, and the Bills are going to decide the coin toss, right, as the away team. Yeah. You'd imagine if they win. I mean, I, I don't – I haven't capped the uh, – and, like, see if the coaches – you know, if Sean McDermott actually receives the ball when, he, when they win the toss. But if they win the toss, imagine they defer most teams – it gives the ball to the Rams. Who knows if they go down and score first. But I also just think, like, the Rams at home, you're getting them plus money. There is that, like, letdown, like, oh, they just won the Super Bowl. So, they're what, they're getting the banner. The banner's getting dropped. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they're doing, uh, you know, um, ring ceremony as well. But um, what receivers – yeah, Tony Pollard's good. So, we got Tony Pond. Pollard. Ramadre Stevenson's there. Receivers, we got um, Amari Cooper, Christian Kirk, Drake London, Lockett. I don't like Devonta Smith. Cooper. You like Cooper? Um, I mean, I we're we're in the seventies or almost what eighty? Yeah, 75. we're at pick, pick seventy six. Amari Cooper is still going to be. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe I, I, I'm maybe I'm, I would say Pollard. Pollard's not bad. Pollard is Cream Hunk on. Kareem Hunt, I think, is gone. Let me see. I'll check. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's gone. So, I'll go Pollard then. Go yeah. Pollard, then we'll go receivers all the way throughout. Yeah, I like that. All right. Sorry for the interruption. Um, no, no. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I just think I, I haven't I haven't made the bet yet, but although Van Jefferson's not going to play, I mean, the Rams added Bobby Wagner. They yeah, they. I know they lost Von Miller to the Bills, but you know, I don't know, man. It, it it's it's obviously a really amazing. The first matchup's always a really, really amazing game. Um, like as far as like teams from the previous season. Yeah. So you know, I, I would lean Rams getting the points or just taking them on the money line. Um, just for the mere fact that we're getting the Super Bowl champions first game at home. I don't know. Yeah, that's I, just, I'm, it's, I'm it's hard you. for me to pass up. Yeah, I feel uh, like but it's I like also, a, they're not going to give the us Bills that first. Right. They're not. No, 100%. And 
because it would have probably stayed at the two and a half all the way up until game time, especially if all this money's on the bills. Yeah. Um, I mean, which I think, it, I, I guess the thing is too, it's like, if we're, if you're looking at it and you're basically saying you think the bills are going to want to receive the ball coming in, like they're going to want the ball first. No, I, I'm saying that I think, I think the most teams in the league defer. Yeah. So since, since the bills are the away team, they get to, Essentially, they don't get to yeah. choose, but th- it's their own fate is in their hands, or yeah. I guess whatever. Yeah. So it's like if they do win the toss, they'll probably defer. I don't know though. I just uh, look at it as like you're also getting plus money on a on the home team. They just have to be up by seven at any point. Yeah, um, I love that, especially when they're you're going to get a plus money number. Yeah, but the other thing is, I think I think I saw some trends about how just how good the bills were last year in the first half. Yeah. I think there, I think there was only a couple profitable teams like ATS for like the game. I think it was a, a post about the game first half and second oh, yeah. half. Yeah. And I think, and the bills, I think were one of them. I might look at that first half just for the mere fact is they are going to drop the banner. They are going to be a little emotional you know, that type of thing of like, you know, they think about how glorious their run was last year just yeah. for a high powered team like the Bills to come in and kind of set the tone. But, you know, then the Rams, will, I think, can settle in. That's why I think it's going to go either way for the actual games. Kind of, no, I think kind of tough there. I think that's the Bills' fair. first half might be a bet that I make. And if it qualifies for one of the, not for that one, but I know. For Fandle, another risk free or something, yeah. I they, think Fandle's risk free. Someone was telling me it has to be a straight bet. I'm not positive. It might be, yeah. But then you get and it has to be on like money line total and spread too. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't get a they, chance to double check that, but I mean, at least then too, it's like you get like if you if you play that there and then the DraftKings, you play the Rams. Like you're probably gonna hit something there. So um, and like you're looking at risk free scenarios. So definitely a good idea do you have any other like leans in this game or uh um so yeah i my uh my first play of the 20 uh 22 season was i took dawson knox over 33 and a half receiving yards oh, um yeah. earlier today minus 114 on FanDuel. um you know i mean the rams they they allowed about 51 yards a game to the tight end position last year um you know, obviously from last year we saw all of Knox's numbers went up from his previous two years. Connection with Josh Allen is obviously there. Um, they do have, you know, Gabriel Davis is taking a step forward. They do have Isaiah McKenzie. Um, you know, Diggs is obviously still prominent. They did add James Cook. It was a PPR-ish back um, who could take, you know, a bit away from that as well. But, I mean, overall, the Rams are going to play two high safeties, right? They want to take away the explosive plays. Um, I just, I look at it as, you know, in a crunch and a good game, I think you're going to see uh, Knox get a few extra looks here. Yeah. Um, he averaged 39 yards per game last year. Uh, so we're, we're just asking for a bit under that 33 and a half. Um, that was a fan duel earlier. Most of the market was at 36 and a half when I bet this. Okay. Um, so, like, FanDuel – I mean, I still kind of – you know, I still like it up, probably up until 36 or 37. Um, you know, I mean, kind of – I guess up to his average kind of there. I mean, you know, the Rams I, – I think they're going to try to limit, um, you know, digs and, and kind of Gabriel Davis, that explosion. I mean, their, their most recent tape is going to be um, – uh, the most recent tape is going to be from when Gabriel Davis had four touchdowns, you know? No, that's, um, I, yeah, that's true. They're going to probably want to, you know, line up on him. So you get another big body in there. Um, we're all right, quick, quick. Again yeah, here. go ahead. Uh, I'm Dude. looking at this. We got Devonta Smith, Coriel Patterson, Kadarius Tony, Ayuk, Lazard, who I, I don't like Lazard. I don't really like Woods either. Um, Wilson of the Jets, Claypool, Rashad Penny, James Robinson. Michael Carter, Melvin Gordon. That's kind of who did we go last? Who did we go last time? We went with um, Pollard. So we don't really. I would, I would go receiver. Yeah. So I kind of like. I mean, I'm, it's a little homer, but I I do like Darius Tony. Like the guy's electric. Um, that could be that could maybe be a move right here. 
Who who is the top couple in there again? Uh, Devonta Smith. So it's Devonta Smith, Tony, and Ayuk. Um, ten seconds. Ah, hmm. Smith. Damn. Uh, yeah, I guess. Ugh. I don't know. I He's an Eagles fan, so. Yeah, uh, I gave him Tony. I gave him Tony. <laughs> Good, good. <laughs> I gave him Tony. I was like, I can't do it, Berg. <laughs> nah, that's that's a weird spot to be in. I didn't like that know? area. Yeah, I didn't love that spot. But um, like, I, I would like Penny, but like at a certain point, like you know, you don't want to overdraft running backs in this year's draft. No, like you and know, I mean, it was absolutely hilarious when I, I told you that I got Devonte Adams, Kelsey, then I went Josh Allen, and I was back to back. I still didn't get a running back. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, like, DJ Moore. I said I'm going zero running back. Fuck it. This is, like such a, this is such a wonky team right now. So like, I think I think he'll I think he's still gonna be better than probably everybody else. But you know, whatever, it's fine. Um, uh, but yeah, but, so uh, that, that's the only bet that, that I um, only prop or first prop of the of the year was for uh, yeah, Dawson Knox over 33 and a half receiving yards. I do like him to score too. I haven't put in a shitload of uh, of week one bets yet. So Yeah, and that's something I wanted to talk about too. It's like I feel like it's hard because like we still have our priors from the year before. It's like you're still thinking of these teams as like, oh, like they're good or like whatever. And like you don't always like remember who is on. It's like, oh, this guy's on this team or like they, they were good because of this. Like they had a really cohesive offensive line or like whatever. And it's like those are all things that we miss. I feel like as – you know, as fans, as like betters, like it's something that's easy to skip over almost. It's like, oh shit, you know? So it's also even so the opposite way too, though. It's, you know, uh, yeah, like we, we've talked about it before where uh, you hear like announcers are announcing like a Steelers game, like last year, a Ravens game. They're like, oh, you know, this, uh, you know, this, this stout defense of the Steelers, like, you know, one of the, one of the best defenses in the league. And it's like, no, this isn't like, you know, 2012 or, you know, whatever, the Ravens and Steelers defenses last year were horrendous, like statistically. Yeah. So, you know, but like there's announcers or even people in the public out there that still treat these teams like, you know, and they don't take, they don't understand the small injury. Like Ryan Jensen is going to be a huge loss among the other couple guys they lost to on the offensive line for the Bucks. So no, I, I, I know we got to take a draft break. Go ahead. Tell me who's up. Yeah. So it looks <laughs> like, uh, it looks like, let's see. Trey Lance went, there was a little quarterback run. Brady Lance Stafford all went. So we're not in the is, best. Is Hertz there? Hertz went. Yeah. So we're not in the best quarterback position for him, but I will say that I think that most of these teams have a quarterback. And I think we can kind of get Kirk Cousins for free. And then we'll have a Kirk Jefferson stack. What? Who's the best quarterback up there? Derek Carr. I mean, him, yeah, him him or uh, him or Cousins are probably – Yeah. I mean, that's honestly in every draft. I've been in five or six drafts. And I've – quarterback has – it's never gotten that bad that quickly. No. Do you like – yeah, I mean, I think they went too heavy that way. So, it's like we're going to get somebody good now. So, I mean, there's Claypool, there's Rashad Penny, who, like – I'm kind of at the point where in, like, round nine, like, I'm Rashad Penny hasn't been taken. It seems crazy to me. Um, Yeah, I mean, I have won some teams. I do like him, and I think, you know, he's in line. But, like, Kenneth Walker did get drafted. Yeah, that's true. Be the that's guy. True. So, he has oh, been overdrafted. Go Penny, <laughs> go Penny. Claypool or Penny? No, no, go pe- Penny. All right. All right. Nah, <laughs> he's like, I'm like, like, oh, we got to go. Know, we know at least that he's going to get, you know, probably 20. Actually, his rush attempts number is something I probably want to look at. He's probably yeah, going to get week 20 one. carries could, a week, right? That could be a good one. But, especially with Walker out. But Claypool, I don't know. He was – Pickens is the number know. two. Yeah, is Pickens still out there? Can we draft yeah. him? Uh, I'd rather have Pickens than Claypool. Let's see. I'll start queuing that... guys up. No, Pickens. Pickens is still there. Um, it, it's so wild to me. I mean, I know. I, I want to. I know. I want. Uh, we got Melvin Gordon's there. James Cook is somebody we can draft. Um, Ryan Robinson's still available. Honestly, 
Well, um, I think that with that penny pick, we could, we direction all receivers yeah, all the way out. Right. Yeah, we were right. We got it. And cool. We need a quarterback and then receivers. Yeah. Let's. So maybe we go. All right. So we got wide receivers. You might have to. We might have to just punt completely on quarterback. Yeah. Somebody I think wants we to take Kirk. And t- we think we take Kirk or like Trevor Lawrence. You probably don't have to take them for another couple rounds, though, right? Yeah, probably not. Just because no, I mean. The weirdest thing to me is the infatuation with people in a lot of quarterbacks. And that dude, one of my buddies drafts three tight ends every year. Every year. That's insane. Actually, I'm sorry. He drafted two and kept Goddard in the fifth round. When he could have kept Hurts as an eighth round pick. And I was like, oh. Yeah, literally every team has a quarterback except for us, which I'm. But he looks at it like, he looks at it as like, it's like real football. He's like, oh, you know, I anchor my team with tight ends. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's a great strategy to block and, and catch. But, like, you're also, you know, you're not playing with, like, a Lego football team. <laughs> you know, you're, like, you're not playing Madden here. But it's just it's hilarious. And, then like, that's people it. draft – dude, some dude in my league last night. And that's – he drafted Kyler Murray and then, like, three rounds later drafted, like, Trey Lance. And I'm like, I, I get it. I mean, you want to – play it's a keeper league so some guys yeah. do that but the only scenario I did that was I drafted Russell Wilson in the sixth round or something last year or seventh round and then Deshaun Watson in like the twelfth because Oh I was we like, should draft oh. Deshaun Watson for him. <laughs> Honestly yeah. I guess he's gonna have to I guess he has to sit for so long. It's like that's not yeah. worth holding. Um you'd have him for the fantasy playoffs. Yeah 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 <laughs> um, you can put him in the IR I guess yeah I, can you in my in my on sleeper in my dynasty league, I have Deshaun Watson. He's in there, but I don't know if it's the same on ESPN Yahoo. Oh no they, way! I got to move him on my sleeper then too. I have the same thing. So I, I mean, I don't think it, it didn't say it was an error because I had to move a bunch of players. But um, I feel like it's yeah. an error. Like I feel like it shouldn't be allowed, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot. Um, but look, I wanted to touch on this is something because I know you've been firing them out there on uh, on Twitter, but, and this is something that I like your opinions on in particular, uh, especially for NFL, because I feel like you have a good understanding of not only like the league, but then the players and some of the player movement and scheme and whatever. Um, what, what are some of your favorite futures here? Cause I know like we're getting this now, there's some markets that are available before the season starts that we can't get to. So we'll touch on some of our favorite bets from week one besides the Thursday game in a bit, but I wanted to get pick your brain a little bit on what the futures market holds for you. Yeah, def- definitely a lot. I mean, I said I didn't want to bet as many as I did last year, which I definitely um, did not hit that. I, I think I was over like 60 last year or something crazy. I'm definitely not there this year. But, um, but yeah, I, I would say this year I, I uh, focused less on player totals and more on just – not, I don't want to say random bets, but more of the exotic type of divisional bets and stuff like that. Uh, my favorite future that I have um, is I got it on MGM. I want to say end of July, early August. Um, at plus 200, I got the Bills to finish first and the Dolphins to finish second in the AFC East. Uh, some books call it straight forecast. Yeah. Some call it exact top two, something like that. Um, but it's the Bills to finish first and the Dolphins to finish second, like exact order in the AFC East. Um, and the reason, some of the reasons why, I mean, aside from the teams themselves and their actual team profiles, as we know, like the Bills are obviously the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Um, well, before I go into it, lay, lay me on the draft because I know we're up. All right. So wide receivers. Uh, we can still grab Kirk Cousins. Wide receivers are Russell Gage, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Tyler Boyd, DJ Chark, Michael Gallup, Sky Moore, Trey Burks, uh, Dotson, Landry, um, Devontae mm. Parker, Jalen Tolbert, Pickens, Nico Collins. Pickens, thousand yeah. percent. He's the wide receiver too there. Let's get our rookie, <clears throat> you know. Um, all right, um, and McKenzie's obviously still available too. Um, I, I like him. But, yeah. yeah, basically, like, we know what the Bills are, the favorite to win the Super Bowl. I don't think 
no matter what, the, you know, the Dolphins made some upgrades, but I don't think it's going to be enough to take the division. No. Um, I do like the Dolphins. I like, um, you know, a lot of the moves they made. I mean, how can you not? They added offensive line. Uh, Edmonds, Mostert, you know, Tyree Kill. You know, I get all that. Uh, but more importantly, over – like when when you look at these division straight forecasts, it's really even more so a bet against the Patriots and the Jets. Um, the Jets are a mess; always are. I'm I'm not worried about them. That's fair. Um, I mean, I I just like I I can they can be a little bit better than last year and still be really bad. Um, the Patriots <clears throat> really low on the Patriots. I don't. I don't really see how the their the off season that they had is going to translate to anything close to what they were last year, which was, in my opinion, they were a bit overrated. Um, just because of you know they played old school football, which works, um, you know, to a certain point. You know, you can run the ball and play good defense, but you know you got to be able to pass the ball a bit. I mean, look at the, all the quarterbacks that were left you know, in the last couple of rounds there. Um, but I, I just think that the Patriots without an offensive coordinator with receivers that are got to be one of the worst, you know, in the league. Aside, I do like Jacoby Myers though. Um, I, yeah, I just, I think there's good. way more avenues for this, for the, the Patriots to finish third or fourth than there yeah. is for them to finish second. The spaces of all the changes they made, um, I, you know, I, I did break it down a little bit more on Twitter. I think the Patriots schedule might be a bit harder too. Um, but no, I mean, just, I think that that's, at plus 200, that's just, I can't not take that. No, I think that's a good bet. Cause I mean, it's a way to get the bills at the, at the one spot, you know what I mean? And it's a way to get them there for like almost for free. So I, right. I, I definitely like it. And it's really more, you're really just betting on the dolphins being better than the Patriots and the jets, which is like, not right. crazy. That's why I love it so much. Yeah. Um, um, so we're up again. I'm thinking we okay. just grab a quarterback. Maybe just grab Kirk. Do our what round is it? Back. We're in round 11. Or do we wait? No, we, I say we wait one more. Um, what receivers uh, are out there? There are uh, Tolbert's there. Um, let's see. Uh, Brian Robinson's still available if we wanted him. Nico Collins. Wandale Robinson, Sky Moore, Isaiah McKenzie, um, what's his name? Williams from Detroit, but I think we can wait on him a little bit longer. But he's like a direct to IR kind of guy. Uh, Julio yeah. Jones is still available. Um, DJ, I'd Chad. go Julio. Yeah. Go, ah, uh, I don't hate it. I mean, Dotson, Landry, Palmer. Uh, maybe Nico Collins or is. Or yeah, Dubes, is he there? Who is Dubes? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, let's. You can take Dubes. I kind of like that actually. Yeah, give him some like young, young players. Yeah, let's do that. All right, we got Dubes. Uh, and then yeah, we could probably get Kirk in the next round. Because I just would like um, to. Have, I think it's a good stack if we can get Kirk. Yeah, Jefferson. Um, no, I, I like Kirk. I, I was considering. Um, Using like a free better or something on him because I have a couple left. Yeah, so um, actually, like I, passing yards or something. Yeah, I was gonna say that like kind of brings me to that because I feel like that team is like not that good, but at the same time, it's like you're kind of in a situation where it's like they're they're always competitive because they have such like really talented skill position players, you know. So, hundred uh, percent. Like I I actually like that bet a lot. Like I think that. Um, I like. I don't see why Kirk honestly can't. You know, well, I mean, the, I mean, the number is crazy too. I mean, the number is I think twenty-two to one, and he just threw for over four thousand yards last year. Yeah, I mean, when you look at when you look at most teams, right, and you say, um, like they were, you see, a lot of people say, oh, they're a quarterback away, or you yeah. know, they're running back or, you know, they don't just say running back. They're like a corner away or whatever it is. <clears throat> sometimes, sometimes teams have a bunch of talent, have good rosters. And it turns out that they're like a coach away. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And they have a new coach. And I, I, you know, I think, I think the Rams, the Rams coach is, uh, you know, a, a sizable upgrade offensively, which, you know, obviously this team is going to need some defense for them to be a contender, but they get a lot of people back as far as injuries go. Yeah. And um, I mean, they, you know, they had some the, other players too. As long as the defense is like okay enough that they aren't like packing it in, you know, like yeah. you're going to be in a throwing situation then. And even if they're really bad, then you're definitely going to be throwing, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I just think, um, you know, I think the the Vikings they have a vulnerable division. The whole the whole NFC conference, in my opinion, is extremely vulnerable. Um, you know, if you look at the top of the board, you got the Packers and the Bucks. So yeah, they're there because of Brady and Rogers, sure. But both of them have had offensive line issues that people are discounting. Um, both have had turmoil on the offense. Right. I mean, the, yeah. the Packers don't even really have a clear wide receiver one. Um, they have good running backs and their defense is good. But, you know, they're I, you know, I watched a lot of Packers games and stuff last year. They, they were a good defense, but, you know, they're not, rev, uh, you know, an evolutionary or revolutionary defense type of thing where it's like the 85 Bears. Right. It's not, that's not what this is. So, you know, that takes that with a little bit of grain of salt, like, you're putting a lot of pressure on that defense if Rodgers is going to play super cautious football where he doesn't want to take chances and get up the interception numbers and his receivers aren't getting separation. So it's a lot of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and that's about it. You know, you look, and the Pat, the Bucks don't have Godwin for a little bit. Russell Gage is even banged up. They're rolling out Mike Evans and Julio, which, you know, isn't awful, obviously, but you know Brady hasn't been hasn't been there. Who knows what's going on there? I mean, I think it's it's a lot of just like random noise. But in the same same respect, like dude is old and he's been in the game for a while. Getting you up know, there. you can't really can't really. I know he has a a fire competition personality, but you know I wouldn't really fault him if the dude's a, a little distracted and kind of like over football. But no, yeah. Um, I mean, plus it's preseason. Like, I mean, the guy probably just does not care about preseason at this point either. You know, it's just like he's played so many games that matter. I'm surprised the Rams aren't the favorite in the NFC, in my opinion. I know it's hard to repeat, and that's probably baked in. Yeah. You know, but even for the NFC, to win the NFC, they're still like plus 1,200 or something. I mean, I still think that they can get back to the Super Bowl and lose, and then it's like, okay, yeah, they didn't actually repeat. yeah, I mean, they're the most think, complete team, right? At the yeah. top of the board, and they, they return money. everybody. They return everybody except for they lost Von Miller. They get Bobby Wagner, right? They get Allen Robinson, who I think is it's makes great their addition. Great he's, addition. He's, their offense will be better this year, I think. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it too, there's there's so so much money coming in on the Eagles, which I'm I'm always like I'm a little surprised about. Uh, I think they're like the biggest liability for a lot of books. It's like they have like clear flaws and it's like kind of one of those things like Hertz is a great fantasy football quarterback. And I think that that's something that like clouds people's judgment a lot of times. Cause it's like, Oh, it's like, Oh, like this guy's so nasty in fantasy or like whatever. And it's like, okay. But that doesn't mean that they're like great real life as a quarterback. So it's, you know, it's something to monitor. I think that the Eagles do have value to win the division, but I think all that value is now gone too. So, um, what's well, still what plus 150? I think it's still like, yeah, but I think it was like over two, two to one at some point, too. I would have liked that, yeah. The only things with that that I took, I know this is probably gonna end here, um, yeah. is uh, Eagles to finish first, Cowboys to finish second, which I don't, um, I don't like, um, as much now. Uh, just well, after we, Tyron Smith went down. We played ourselves a little bit here. They, uh, in a row, quarterbacks went. People, everybody took a backup quarterback. Kirk Cousins and Trevor Lawrence both went. So now we have Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson. I, uh, I, I, I think he, I like, I mean, I, I kind of like Winston to be honest with you. Like, I think you got to go Fields. Yeah, you got. We got at this point. You got to take the fact that he's going to hopefully run. He's going. Well, yeah. he's going to take. He's going to have rushing upside. You're going to hope for. Yeah, and then 
I don't really ever draft two quarterbacks, but in this scenario, I think we're going to take Jameis yeah. Winston's not a bad opportunity. Yeah, maybe take Winston. Or no, no, or just, don't or don't take Watson. Don't. Honestly, that's not the worst. I would like, say take Jameis Jamison Williams or someone in the IR, move them to the IR, and then scoop up a quarterback that you don't. Yeah, I mean, my thoughts are basically that like I don't think that people are going to go pick up like Winston in this league. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, so especially because everybody like we're at the point where people have drafted like all the quarterbacks. Like, Which is hilarious to me. Yeah, like, like what's going on here? So um it's happens when dads all draft. They're like, oh I know. I'm like a little I'm a little surprised here. It's such a like I'm sorry I'm sorry, dad number four, but if Josh Allen goes down on your fantasy team, I don't think fucking Daniel Jones is gonna save your season to like, no, whoever you like. So I mean yeah. we could take I think we just take I think we should just are like maybe take Watson and just be like yeah. whatever. Like well, see, yeah, take Watson, see if he can go in the IR spot. I don't, you know? I don't think that he can, but it's at least like the highest upside play here, considering what's going on. But I also think that like people are going to cut these backup quarterbacks because they're going to get to a week where they're like, "Oh, I want a rookie," and they're going to cut a quarterback. They're like, "I don't need a backup quarterback." True. So it's either that, or we just like say, "Fuck it, we got Fields," and then just go back to drafting wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. I'm- I think you know. I think you you stay. You took Fields already. Yeah, we took Fields. I want to get him Williams, the Detroit guy, and just put him on IR. Is Brian Robinson still out there? I think he might. So, no, he's he's still available. So so some people don't draft him because they don't either. They think oh he's just done. I would draft Brian Robinson. Yeah. And and move. You can move him to the IR and then pick up a quarterback. Or yeah. And then, if possible, oh yeah, you could pick up a quarterback. Or if possible, Jameson Williams might not get drafted. Yeah, you pick you pick him up, move him to the IR completely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like draft Robinson and then move Williams to IR. I get it. Yeah, yeah, draft Robinson because he has a better chance of going. Then when it comes out, you pick up Jameson Williams after you move Robinson, so you have an extra spot. But yeah. then you flip flop them so that since James is going to be staying there for the, probably the whole season no, until the sense. end. That the problem sense. with that is though is well, you're going to have two of your roster spots taken up by Brian Robinson and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, but honestly, <laughs> but we'll I did that same exact thing, dude. I went. I my leagues. My I, we have two IRs, and mine are Brian Robinson and James Williams. <laughs> All right, James Williams. All right, so I'm gonna bring us back here real quick. I wanna I wanna focus on week one, like for real at this time. Since we've just been you guys have been listening to us talk about Berg's fantasy football team. Berg's Berg's here with us right now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. How you doing? I'm, I'm, live, I'm live in the car. Yeah, Hearing so my, I love it. Yeah, I know your your audio is a little wonky right now, but um I'm sorry. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you guys each, like, if you have a best bet, if you placed one for week one, um, what you think that is, like, in terms of the spread or, uh, you know, what how, you, how you're looking to approach week one. Because I know, personally, I try to not go crazy week one just because I, like, some, I still have trouble, like, adjusting my priors um, and, you know, really making, like, the best decision that I can for, you know, for my team or for my, uh, from my perspective anyway. Like, I want to see a little bit more. Um, that's not but, that's not why you do it. We we know it's because you're way more focused on Euro basket. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's also true. I love Euro basket. It's great. Um, so hopefully by the time you guys listen to this, Turkey will have won Group A. But that's not the point. Yes, uh, we want that. So we want that. But um, Berg, I want to look at you first while you're here because um, I know that you've probably fired off like 50 million bets for week one. Um, what, <laughs> what, uh, what's your, what's your favorite bet in week one? Okay. So first of all, I have fired off one bet for week one, um, but it's because I'm, I'm doing a couple contests. So I'm trying to hold my, uh, trying to hold my fire. Uh, look, I can tell you right now, like my, you aren't going to like it is the, uh, it is, my favorite bet on the board, uh, 
fade my Eagles. I do think that it is a, uh, a solid middle opportunity. You know, I love a good middle. You do love um, a good middle. I, I love a good middle, and I've been very good about sniffing them out. But that line has been four. Uh, Dan Campbell has had in the locker room apparently a score from the last time they got blown out by them sitting there for the entire offseason. They did blow them. They did actually beat them the, the time before that at home. Um, so, yeah, I love that Lions play. I'm too, uh, I've been too chicken to pull the trigger on it. I'm probably going to wait still till the other thing. I love it. Uh, the other one that I have, I have actually bet, though, has been the Giants uh, plus six and a half. I think it's down to five and a half against the Titans. Um, there's nothing. There's the, nothing the, there's you you cut that. out there first. Was the first one Lions plus four? First one's Lions plus four, and then the second one is the Giants um, – Whatever. I six and a half. Yeah, I, I actually just bet the Giants, and I'm a Giants fan, so I'm in, pray, I'm in peak pray for me mode. Um, I think that there's still a plus six on MGM, which I think is critically important as that's the key number. Um, so I, I would really try to go get that six. I I, I think I'm I'm with you there. For the bro. Giants, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like that too. New coach. I think you have I'm a probably gonna go money line. I, yeah, hey. I do. I, I, you, you guys know me. I'm not. I do not like the Titans, man. I think they're so bad. Yeah. I know. Um, well, that's the thing. I mean, like, they're. I don't think that they're particularly good. And we're kind of in this situation where you're like, all right, um, the Giants obviously aren't good, but are these teams that far apart? When the Giants were whatever, like, were they eight and eight or eight and nine last year or whatever it was? So I don't think that they're that that bad. Well, um, it's also. Brian Brian Dable though it's like yeah you know, co- co- some coaches are very now we don't really know him right so like I mean we know who he is but I'm saying we don't really know his first yeah. head coaching job right don't want to be too so like you, judge, know, you know but it's also you know some coaches just have it and they have they make these teams gel like I mean that's why there's everyone and their sister is um or not everybody, but a lot of people do like the Jaguars because of this Doug Peterson. I mean, the players they brought in are very marginal, right? I mean, yeah, they're somewhat decent players, but they have an expensive wide receiver room for no reason. But everyone yeah. likes the Jags to improve because of Doug Peterson, you know? Yeah. Like, and I like Doug Peterson. I, I also have that same sentiment. And I mean, the Bills offense has been really good. There's no reason for me to think that Brian Dable can't be that good. It's just a matter of some of the other facets too. But I mean, they have some more talented players in certain positions than the Jaguars do. Yeah. Um, I mean, if Saquon's healthy, I mean, that's instant, instantly, you know, a, a stud on your team. I, I do like the, I just, like I said, I don't like the Titans too much. So plus There's six not- and a half or plus six. I like that. Yeah, I do There's too. Not- there's just not a lot to like about them. There's a lot more to like about the Giants. The, the thing about looking into this week is that there's 10 home dogs. So which is crazy. Right. Which and is Harold crazy. Landry got towards ACL as well, which is just, you know, if, if there was thing you were going to say about the Giants, I know their offensive line has improved, but it's still like, okay, the Giants offensive line isn't the, isn't the greatest um, in, in relation to the rest of, I guess the, uh, the division. Um, but you know, Harold Landry is literally, uh, you know, out, he tore his ACL. So that's another piece that's gone too. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. Birdman, what's your, uh, what's your favorite bet in terms of against spread bets? I know you're generally, a, you're a big prop guy, but, um. Yeah. I mean, for the NFL, I definitely will, will have all types of, um, all types of bets. It doesn't really matter. But um, I don't know. I have to be honest with you. I haven't actually placed one. Oh. Um, oh for the, I I haven't. Ju- usually I'm, I'm I'll jump on lines immediately. Yeah. Um. If if I had to go with one, one, I don't know. I mean, personally, I know like I'm looking at two games in particular, and they're both teams that involve AFC North teams. The first game that I like, it opened a lot lower. I got it at five and a half. Uh, I think it opened at four and a half, but I like the Ravens minus six and a half. You're getting it under mm-hmm. a touchdown against the Jets. Um, I actually yeah, bet, I like that. Like, I think Lamar is going to have an MVP year. He's somebody that I bet on to win MVP. I bet on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Um, I think that this is like a tremendous buy low opportunity here 
for the Baltimore Ravens against the Jets team that like we know is not good. Like the Jets are not good. Like there's, uh, yeah, no, there's no circumstance you're convincing me the Jets are a good football team. I'm, 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 <laughs> well, Berg's still in here, so you know it's like you can just go on the offshore and do a a four a four team thirteen point teaser for minus one thirty. Is that look? I'm you guys. I have a lot of liability on the Ravens. Uh, I have them to make the playoffs. I have them to win the division. I have them their win total. I have their all win total. I have Lamar. Here's the thing, though. I'm staying away from this game. Um, when the line opened up months, like months ago, and the look ahead line was four, the thing, it was, this is going to sound, look, this is going to sound weird, but my whole thought was if everybody's healthy and the Jets are still the Jets, because keep in mind, Zach Wilson was still the quarterback, all that stuff. Why is this number, doesn't this number feel short? And so I get a little bit freaked out. Like, I, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. No, that's a real feeling in the NFL. 100%. Scared me. So. No, I get that. I get I don't that. Know, but you know what? I, I will say yes, but at the same time, I don't know if Zach Wilson is more worth more than the spread than it's already adjusted. Yeah. like um, Not to say that they won't win by more. You know, it's it's one of those things where – I guess I, I don't know. Are oddsmakers not making it too crazy because statistically the Ravens defense was not good last year? Yeah, um, I mean, I think and it's they're that. banking on people playing. Yeah, I know? think it's that, and it's like you don't want to give a home dog. Like I don't think they wanted the liability of a home dog at like plus seven to start, like to, as a starting line because you're well, just going to get hammered on plus seven. Thirteen. I don't know. The, it should be at seven and a half. Those kind of way. It's they're, they're saying, moving like, that way. It's, it's, it's there's sevens. There's a lot of sevens in the market. It's six and a half, seven, depending on the book. So um, I don't get it. Like, like, are the Jets so bad that you're willing to teach? Like, so, so you're telling. Here's the thing: is that you got to think about with lines, and this is for all the listeners. It, it's not like thinking about do they beat them by this. Think of it from a liability perspective. Do they beat them by thirteen? Do they beat them by twelve? Because the reality is, is that some people might tease up the Jets to thirteen. And nobody like it's a home dog. I mean, yeah, I'm not I mean, saying you pass through. You'll pass through ten. You pass through thirteen. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think that that's crazy. I think that like if I was gonna do, if I'm gonna tease some games up, I like like I think the I the Ravens are a good like the Ravens uh, the Ravens the spread isn't big enough that I would want to tease them like because <laughs> you're you're just giving up like free points. Um, I think, but like, I don't know. Like, I think that the, like the Vikings are an interesting spot, like for some of that. Harbaugh is good. The weird thing is though, is Harbaugh is good in week one. And it's like, they they didn't really, like you would think that they would treat this game like Colts Texans. Right. Um, Exactly what I would, you know, I don't, it is weird, and that's part of the reason why I didn't jump on anything crazy. Because, like, I don't know, different. I guess different players get injured, injury reports, you know, scheduling. Yeah. I, I, I just, I also, you know, haven't. I've been trying to jump on the props, which you know, the one, the only other prop that I took um, was uh, Nick Chubb over seventy nine and a half rushing plus receiving yards at plus one ten on Caesars. Um, I think he's going to be, you know, they have Jacoby Brissett at the helm. I think he's going to be the, you know, their catalyst for their team. Um, this is probably going to be true for the first 11 weeks until Deshaun Watson gets back. Um, it's part of the reason why I took Nick Chubb to lead the league in rushing. Um, you know, I, Kareem Hunt's good. He's always part of the offense, but um, even with Kareem Hunt, Chubb has hit. Um, over he's hit this number like every single game, even with Hunt uh, playing, rushing and receiving. He could get to eighty yards just rushing. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, we're talking about the Panthers here as well. Um, not we're not talking about a top five defense. I know they did have the beginning of the year. They were you know ranked towards the top and had great numbers and that the best quickly. Guys <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, right, and and that quickly went down anyway once they played some better teams. Um, so, you know, I, th- I think it's 
you know, Nick Chubb's going to be in a smash spot. I mean, even Hunt too. I, but um, I that also that was plus money. I know you had said something about right after you said that, like about the receiving yards, Joe. Literally, like I I kept checking throughout the day, and then the, it was up to seven and a half, and yeah. the the rushing and receiving, like I think it was an hour after, like I I posted it, it was up like two two points or something. Yeah, like eighty one so, and a half. So I, yeah, it's I would weird. probably just go. If it gets to a certain point where it's too high, I would just take the rushing probably yeah. up to like 70, what? Probably 75, under 75. 75 probably, yeah. And then I think that's um, the spot. Um, yeah, get, but the, the Browns are. No, go ahead, so, Bird. No, I was just going to say he'll get like between what? He'll probably get about 13 to 16. 30, how many carries did he average last year? Is he probably going to get what? At least 15. Like at least fifteen, I think it was sixteen or so. So then fifteen, yeah, seventy between seventy-two and seventy-seven is a good number for his rushing. Though. Yeah, I, I I like that spot for him. Uh, the one other play that I want to talk about in terms of things that I've bet so far is um, I'm looking at the Steelers and the Bengals. Uh, obviously, there's that whole like Super Bowl hangover type of deal, um, and they're four and eighteen against the spread uh, this century since. Uh, you know, like lose Super Bowl losers in game one of the season. And he got his appendix out. Yeah, plus Burrow with his <laughs> appendix out. And then divisional dogs crush in week one. It's what it is, the angle of the year. Yeah, angle of the year. So uh, Burrow over 12 and a half uh, interceptions. But I look, I just think that we're over – I don't even think that we're overvaluing the Bengals as much. Like I think it's just this isn't a good spot, and we're really undervaluing – Tomlin as an underdog. Um, he's 45, 23, and two against the spread as an underdog. Like, I think this is just a great spot for Pittsburgh here. Like, this, this is like a classic spot where I'm like, I want to bet on the Steelers. It's, it's definitely a classic spot where I think, you know, you, you might be able to get, I don't know, I haven't looked at the percentages of where people are betting it, but you might be able to get a better number as this gets closer. Yeah. I don't know. I think it you're looks like consensus get... plus six and a half. So that's why I'm like, I don't know um, if I'm going to move. Like, everyone's like stuck on the six and a half. You so, might be able to, like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the public's going to see this Bengals team and want to bet them. I mean, yeah. personally, the way that I'm treating certain teams, the Steelers is actually one of the main ones because I'm not really that high on them this year. And every single trend known to probably known to mankind surrounding Tomlin is all like profitable. Yeah. You know, for like, you know, for like all of them is like, I'm taking them somewhat with a grain of salt and I'm probably not going to, I don't know. I kind of want to do the road to 272 that some people do where you take one spread money line or total bet. Maybe we can do a beat the line. Yeah. Like we consensus. We could do you that. Know? I, it's, the- Cause it is a lot of work. You just got to pick one bet per game. It can only – well, it's supposed to only be spread, money line, or total. Um, and the, the money line is supposed to not be minus. Like, you have to take an underdog. Underdog, yeah. Yeah, or you can take um, – or, I mean, we can set, like, a range or something. We, we can do whatever we really fucking want to. I think it would be cool, which I was going to potentially try to do, is do the same type of thing but only with props. Just pick one prop per game. Um, like it just expanded two props. It doesn't I guess you could do spread money on but you know, it's it's also you're guaranteeing yourself for sixteen bets a week. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of um, Yeah, I mean the spread money line total is a little bit easier. I personally probably like barely ever pick totals. If there's one thing I do not like petting, it's totals. Yeah. Um I'll do it sometimes, but like I'm talking just you know, when I'm looking at a game the absolute last thing I look at is it's like not the way my brain works. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm like uh, when I'm starting to do math like that. I'm like, what the? Oh, see, I look at the total on if if I have a high spread and there's a low total, I am automatically I'm, taking that. Yeah. No, so I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't do that. I'm saying like I'm saying the last thing I look to actually bet. Like obviously, if the total's low and the spread's high, I'm like, okay, well, what are the different like, how is this game going to actually end? Like, we have a, a 40 and a half total, and the spread's 10. Like, you know, something like that. Like, you know, I definitely look at that. I'm saying, like, I don't ever look at a game and 
unless I think it's egregious. Like I'm not looking to bet over under. It's just because I don't know. I guess I sometimes I look at it through the prop, uh, like the prop market, and you kind of yeah. see those prices. And I'm like, I kind of have a feeling about the game. I don't. I just don't maybe. I just don't enjoy it. You know. Yeah, I don't know. Not as it's not as fun. Uh, I know that um, there's a couple different ways to do it, but you know, I, f- I just feel like total sometimes it's just like, it, it's like, I like the first half stuff. I like team quarter. totals. I like betting that team too. totals. I think that they're a little bit easier to, you know, like make my decisions around. Cause it's like, all right, I like this team to do this. I don't know if they win or whatever, but like, I like them to do this oh, particular thing. I'm glad you brought, you brought up team totals because I didn't really think about it at least for this year of like last year towards the end of last year, I was, um, I was doing a lot of two team parlays for, uh, alt win totals. MGM had alt win totals and you could parlay them. Okay. Um, so I would, I would look at really bad teams like the Jaguars and the giants at the tail end of last year where neither team was getting over 17 and I would I would bet them as one of the legs under seventeen and a half, or do actually both of them. And I would just I would literally just find where I liked the odds enough of the two team combo, where I was getting above a key number, like the hook on a key number, and the odds combined was still pretty good. You know, okay. sometimes you you could get like, uh, you know, like under seventeen and a half for a bad team, or you know, even over. 20 and a half or 19 and a half for a team that's like solid that like it might be 24 you know just whatever it is but yeah. you know i i know we've, we've been on here for a while um yeah i mean we're gonna do beat the line sunday so yeah I mean, that's what i was gonna say uh i'm gonna do like a little group recommendation for us and it's pretty much uh i know i can't i'm not gonna be able to do it i'm gonna be away but uh i know you guys are gonna do it berg hosts it or like one of you guys hosts it, but uh, beat the line on Twitter. It's definitely like a must follow. It's going to be like a live Sunday show at what, like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock Eastern guys. Yeah. Yeah. 12. Like we do it at 11 o'clock so that everybody can uh, put bets in right before. So 11 to 12, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, or somebody will come and drop that. She's a chief's money line parlay uh, that no <laughs> one should bring up. Um, you know, even though, by the way, the Cardinals were, up until the playoffs, undefeated as underdogs last year. But yeah, so yeah. I know, I, dude, I hate it. I hate it because I took the Cardinals under eight and a half wins, and I, you know, I don't like them this year. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I got to look into the spreads and stuff a little bit. Um, the one thing I will say, the last thing I will say, if there's a recommendation, it's when Pickens' line receiving line comes out, just take the over because Hammer. he's going to roast. He's going to roast Eli Apple. I went to high school with Eli Apple. I was, you know, family friends with uh, him and his family. And it's just, I mean, I like the guy. He's a nice kid. Um, but, you know, he talks a little bit too much on on social media. <laughs> and, and George Pickens, it looks like he's a man child. He's already the wide receiver, too. We, we yeah. saw what dudes did to, yeah, I just, I, prize picks, I think, or there's some line on Odds Jam that said 43 and a half, but. That's not an actual bettable line for me, so I've been waiting to see. So once we get one, we're gonna we're gonna hammer that one, log it in the app. Um, but <laughs> all right, guys, uh, it's been a bit of pleasure having you on. Uh, you know, those were our, some of our bets: Giants plus six, uh, Steelers minus or Steelers plus six and a half. I like the Ravens. Um, I know uh, Burban and I are both on the Rams here. I think we're gonna take them in the money line for at least for the promo. And then, uh, Berg, I don't know if you have a last best bet for the Rams or the Bills or not. Um, last, Well, last bet, best bet for just a spread or money line is whatever it is, just give me the Browns money line. They're going to spoil Baker's Baker's uh, revenge game. Love that. With, with defense and solid running and rushing attack. Love that. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys coming on. Watch some yeah, more thanks. Euro basket. And let's catch Thanks for having me, man. Turkey. Group A, 7.30. <laughs> 
going all in cause I got something to prove When I walk in, got some nails on the shoe I just wanna win, but it wanna see me lose Fuck a fake friend, put your mans on the news Stings to the plane, got a vibe by the roof Little nigga plot, gotta watch how I move Smoking up a scotty, got me seeing on the moon Nigga pocket watching down the real tycoon Cooling out the lot like ready, set, go Bitter through a lot, bitter talk, what you know Pulled up spot, got it bad for the low Push top back, new cool, gotta go Told me how the nigga don't talk my dough Go and see the nigga, get it in on the boat No cap and I gotta stay focused, don't need no distraction What a matter with gadget, they let the bro have it They know that we drippin' this fast Shit tryna make this shit happen, I'm using my talent The things you can't even imagine Niggas I started subtracted, them digits start adding it Just like the new mathematics I blow presidential, got flavor like Skittles I know that I been have a vote Treat bitches like realists, I gotta get in them Two days in the city and they gotta go Got niggas in the they know that I miss them I start with it rapping, they give them no more I'm African digits, I carry the pistol Pull up a vehicle, cause I'm letting it play Going on, man, cause I got something to prove. What do I gain? Got some nails on the shoe. I just wanna win, but it wanna see me lose. Fuck a fake friend, put your man's on the news. Stays to the plane, gotta buy by the rules. Little nigga blind, gotta watch how I move. Smoking them scotty, got me sitting on the moon. Nigga pocket watching down the real tycoon. Pulling up the lot like ready, set, go. Better through a lot, better talk, what you know. Pulled up spot, got it bad for the low. Push top back, new cool, got a coat. Told me how the nigga don't talk my dough. Go and see the nigga, get it in on the boat. Bridge like Tali, okay, close. I'ma shoot the fire like the brother, the post. I'm a fire fashion, growing out of pots. Help us, nigga, do the most. Nigga, go most of the roast.